HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome back to Heritage Radio Network Live. We're broadcasting from the Springer Mountain Farms Campfire Confessionals. And I'm here with uh, Chef Edgar Penley. What were you serving today? It went really fast. They so, cleared uh, you right out. They did. They, I brought 65 pounds of uh, Springer Mountain Farms uh, chicken country sausage and then did a little vegetable cassoulet with it. But... Uh, yeah, 45 minutes. We're it was out. delicious. I, I, I had one of them, and we were talking a little bit just now off air about the type of casing that you use. So it was a chicken sausage, but it was a hog casing. So why hog over lamb? Uh, what's the reason that you decided to go with that? Uh, so it's a 34 millimeter. It's always 34s. It's always 34. There's one manufacturer that uh-huh. will always give me 34s. Uh, they're a little more durable. Uh, they stand up to the heat a little bit better. They don't always have strings on them, and they come pre-struck, so they're already on a tube. You just slide them down. So you have some big news to announce. I don't know if this is the first time that you're talking about this, but you're a Nashville guy. You still live in Nashville, but tell us about the major life change that just happened. So I just sold uh, my part of my restaurant that I've been a part of for the last half decade, and uh, we're starting a live fire event company. Um, have started. We started it last year, but uh, we're really growing it into a couple of venues this year coming up. And uh, we're also working on an artisan sausage program too, out of Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Well, first off, congratulations. That's exciting. You know, you get to kind of uh, redirect your creative vision now for the future. Uh, you leave a restaurant that you've been a part of for five years. When you talk about uh, live fire events, obviously we're standing next to this big boy right here. We've got some. Uh, wood going and this is what you uh, grilled the sausage on but tell me a little bit more about what your live fire events are going to be where are you going to put them on are they going to be in nashville are you taking the show on the road what's it going to be like uh we got some we got some events booked in nashville and then we're gonna we're gonna try for uh, a couple of public events as well but basically you take this uh, this giant fire pit here and you multiply times 10 okay and uh everybody has their own little kitchen uh it'll be like two guys on a station Big pieces of meat hanging, chickens hanging, lambs, lamb legs hanging, sausages all over the place. Just like any restaurant kitchen, but on in, in an open area. What is it about charcuterie, uh, you know, sausage making that, that appeals to you? You know, it's, it's an old school, old world craft. Cooking is always using your hands. But what is it about making sausage that really appeals to you so much? You know, it's about... 
taking something that seems so simple and making something very complex out of it. Like lots of lots of layers. I mean, you know, the difference in a poached sausage and a smoked sausage is extreme in some cases. So there's a, there's a lot of surprise hidden in a sausage. And there's actually like quite a bit of science involved. There's math. There's it's not you know when you're making a pot of soup, you go, you taste as you go, you throw things in, you season, you let it cook down. Hopefully you've got an end result that's palatable. But with a sausage, you're talking about a blend of fat and uh, spices and lean. And also, uh, so can you talk a little bit about that? Like maybe specifically what you made today, but but also when you're thinking about making a sausage, uh, what what kind of, what goes into that? So we actually, uh, are you familiar with uh, like baker's percentages? Yeah, but, okay. but talk a little bit about it for those listening that aren't quite sure what that means. So we use ratios uh, of spice mix to fat and to lean. And we have a giant spreadsheet that everything goes into. After we break down an animal and we've got our sausage meat set aside, we se- segregate the, the fat and the lean and we, we weigh them. And then we plug it into a spreadsheet that we've already have a, you know, over the last decade of making sausage. And we, we know the ratio that's going to go into it. So we plug it in and we get down to the gram of how much spice actually goes into a batch of sausage. And, and so how much trial and error does that take? I mean, is it, are they a right? Lot. Are they right from the get go or are you just, I've made a lot of bad <laughs> sausage, a lot. That has a lot to do with it, right? Yeah, it does. It does. There's, there's a lot of learning curve. Uh, but once you get it, you're, you like, you try to stick it. And then make it again to make sure it was right, and then try it one more time before you like put your seal of approval on it. So besides, you know, not having to go to your restaurant every day now, how do you envision your life changing? You know, what do you, what's the what's the R and D process going to look like? Are you going to get a kitchen in Nashville that you're going to rent? Are you going to get a food truck? Like, what might be the future for you? Well, uh, and what's going to be the name of your company as well? So the the, the live fire company is called uh, Hot Iron events hot iron live fire events uh-huh. um, and we kind of move around um, we've got you know I've got a, a smoker trailer that weighs 22,000 pounds and I've got nine cooking stations that can ride on the back of it uh, so we've we've fed 4,000 people off that trailer before uh, and and so we, we do have that uh, and as a third um, possibility we may be working on a fried chicken restaurant right now Okay, so let's not gloss over that too much. So fried chicken, that's a, that's a concept that's, that's a busy concept. There's a lot of people getting involved in fried chicken. How do you intend to differentiate yourself from what's going on in fried chicken? And also, Nashville has no, a... No, don't say it. That's, it's got a reputation. No, uh-uh. Okay, so... That's hot chicken. Right. But so what, how are you going to differentiate yourself? We're just doing fried chicken. Okay. Okay. Buttermilk. Uh, buttermilk deep fried in a pressure fryer uh, all natural so our, our vegetables will change at, seasonally um, and then the chicken will be uh, obviously it'll be Spring Mountain Farm so it'll be all natural no hormone no antibiotic nothing like that and you know it's it's going to be a lighter fried chicken it's not going to be um, I like that a lighter fried chicken it, it's not going to be <laughs> you know Mrs. Winters or Lee's or KFC uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna make everything from scratch in house, but we're gonna do fast food. So order at the counter. Order at the counter. Get it on a platter or a drive-through. 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 And, and so, what do you think? 
what do we think in time frame here? Is this a re- is this a pipe dream, or are we really thinking that this is going to be happening in Nashville? Eighteen months. Eighteen months. 18 do you have a location yet? Working on. You're keeping it close to your yeah, chest a little bit. All right, cool. Uh, any other projects that you're working on right now? I mean, besides those two projects that are going to keep you incredibly busy for the next about five years? No, we're just uh, we're we're going to stop there for right now. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, Chef, thank you very much for joining us on uh, Heritage Radio Network and uh, sharing a little bit about your future plans. Uh, We're coming to you live from the Springer Mountain Farms uh, Campfire Confessionals. Stick with us here on Heritage Radio Network live from Charleston Food and Wine for more great content. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to be here.